take, uh, take one step back. So, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu gives over at Sivuy to Kalsrel <laughs> to place the blood on, on the mashka from the mezuzahs. And um, the Mechel is Medayik that this blood is an unmentioned blood, right? That we're not told where this blood comes from. Varizia Saddam, the blood. So Mechelta says that this blood is referring to the blood of Akedas Yitzhak. We have, we have mentioned blood until now, and yet we have the blood, hey dear. So it's alluding to a previously known blood. Um, because there's a schus in which the cause can be saved. Now, obviously, you need a trigger for a schus, right? That, that's the, the concept of a sagula. Right, we've spoken about it. what's a sagula? It's like the Tylenol. Very good. Uh, it's the what? What do you say? A certain bark, if you ingest it, it kills pain. Like Tylenol. Tylenol is a naturally occurring, it's not a synthetic drug. It's uh, extracted from bark that Native Americans used to chew this bark and it would numb their pain. I think we spoke about that. No? I mean, but either way, the point is that a sagula is a unique spiritual property. Right? But obviously, it doesn't. It's not going to uh, make something happen that is uh, that, that doesn't have placebo. Um, See, if the Egyptians took the blood and they put it on, uh, on their mashkaf and their mezuzah, they wouldn't do anything, right? So you, you can't just misuse a segula and manipulate it, right? I mean, so the segula is... <laughs> Very sorry. Still recovering. Um. What's the question? What? Oh, it's okay, I... I've got pockets full of these. So definitely treasure? Okay. So, so that means we are going to do, we're going to take the blood of the current Pesach, we're going to put it on our mashkaf and the mezuzah, and that's going to help us to tap in to a higher source of schus, which is the Kedis Yitzhak. Okay? That's the... That's kind of what the Mechilta seems to be saying. So the moral points out. Um, he didn't actually speak out the Karm Pesach itself. And he, all he did say was, and you'll dip it into the blood, and you'll spray, and you'll smear it on your on your uh, doorway. It appears to be that the reason why Moshe didn't specify is because it doesn't need specification. It's known what he's referring to. 
Shamar Laham Moshe, call a Parsha. Um, so he had already said to them, he had already informed them about this previously, about the need to share the Pesach and, and uh, t- take out his blood, etc. Right, that already is not communicated to us in the Torah, but um, seemingly Moshe has already done it. Now, where is the moral coming from that he says this? What's his proof? That's why Moshe Rabbeinu says, V'shachtu ha-Pesach. You shall shacht the Pesach. Right? Are you emphasizing the hey? Kloimar ha-Pesach ha-Yedua. That's right. Ha-Pesach the hey ha-Yedia. Right? So the so, the, how is the Pesach already known previously? That he had already commanded them previously about this mitzvah. So now, <coughs> Moshe Rabbeinu is coming to do something else, to tell them about something else we're going to do. Raksha Bo, HaParsha Zos, Now, this Parsha already is not coming to tell you about doing the current Pesach, that already we've been told. So, Previously, rather it's coming to tell you that you should be careful. Rad Shabbat Haparsha Zosli Zahir as Israel Shaloi Yuna and Nosim Bimitzvazos. Don't allow some sort of an onus to pop up um, where, I mean, obviously, onus. Uh, different levels of onus, uh, right? But, uh, uh, some certain things you can, there's no way to prevent at all. Uh, but certain things uh, you can take extraordinary precautionary measures to make sure that, that it works out, right? Don't, don't, let's say, delay doing it until later on in the day and then all of a sudden discover, oh no, uh, you know, I've got uh, a sick person to take care of or whatever, right? So um, make sure to double and triple. Um, check the, uh, the, the fulfillment of this mitzvah um, more so than the regular mitzvah. Right? Usually a mitzvah is onus of manapatra as long as you had a functioning plan and, and there was an onus, so you're exempt. But here, uh, don't allow that possibility to happen. Take extra precautions. Why? If with this mitzvah, we will end up being um, uh, um, forced, forced not to do. Um, not trying to figure Same out like someone word. who's an onis, where something happens to them out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out a good English word, but uh, um, we are uh, not able to do the mitzvah. and we will end up not doing the mitzvah. Also, Chasva Shalom, Yesh Lachush Le Magev. So then there's, gonna, there's a concern of uh, a people dying. It means to say, usually with mitzvahs, it's between us and Hashem. So, okay, so you know, Hashem knows. Hashem knows we, we meant well, we meant, we're trying. So, okay, so then uh, we're not going to get punished, right? person has an onus and he can't bring the Karm Pesach, he doesn't get karis. Because it was an onus. But here, it's more, it's, it's, it's not so much kind of our mitzvahs with Hashem 
there's a, there's a reality out here. There's a spiritual, which we haven't yet spoken about exactly, I don't think, why Kalsra were theoretically included in the Makkah uh, Pahoras. Did we discuss that? I mean, seemingly the Makkahs are only against the Mitzrayim, right? Okay, so let's talk about that. But, um, um, but whatever it is, there's currently going to be a spiritual power in going to Mitzrayim, which kills firstborns. And uh, so if, even if you're an onus, but there still might be death as a result of it, right? It, it's a reality. It's not uh, so much the result of Um, just uh, you know, mitzvahs and, uh, and lack thereof. Make sense? So, to your question, is that because like death is on a different spiritual wavelength or than all the other? Uh, there's a just like we can understand that if let's say there was a physical. Uh, Let's say there was a physical plague going around, uh, literally a real plague. Okay. Yeah? Um, and, but somehow or another, doing a mitzvah, you are filled, you don't, you don't get it. Okay. Yeah? So now, you're having stomach problems. The person's having stomach problems. He can't wear it filled. Okay. Is he going to die from the, is he going to potentially contract the plague and die? Yes. Right. I. But what do you mean with? But I wanted to wear it film. I just. Uh, I was just having stomach problems, and I, 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 you know, I was not didn't didn't have a clean body to wear it film. Okay. And so it's like, okay, that's very nice, but. I don't understand the point you're trying to make. Meaning, all the all the makos were physical. So what's the what's mechal, What's what's the chiluk between this physical maka? And the other nine physical makas that Davka didn't touch. And that was your question. No, 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 yeah. No, we're not dealing with that one. We're no. going to come back to that. No, no, no. we're going to come no, back no, to no. that. Yeah, we're not. No. That, that's a, a very important question. Okay. Not dealing with that. What, what, I was very but, interested in that. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it, yeah. But um, we're right now saying that's the reality. The reality is that there's a maka in the time which is going to be hitting firstborn across the board. And theoretically, Kalsar was included in that. That's why we need to put the dam of the Korn Pesach, and that'll be a reminder of the Akedis Yitzhak, and that'll protect us. So Hashem was stressing over here, make sure to do it, because if you end up being an onus and not putting on the blood, then Chas Shalom, the, the Magaifa, will come into that house. Okay? Kibo Shalomar. Bavar Hashem Lingov. So you see, Lingov is a language of Magefa. So, so, so we see that this Parsha here is an extra Parsha. It's a, it's a warning. Not the, it's not a instructions for the doing of the Karim Pesach that we already got <laughs> earlier. This is just an extra warning about to make to be diligent to make sure they get the blood up there. So Lakah, Allah here, Rak, 
Dvorim hashayichim l'zeh shiyu nitzolim. So therefore, the only things that are mentioned in here are the things that are necessary for the salvation, for, to be saved from the magefa. Shiyidu dam hadadam that they should place the blood alamashkova alamazuzus ubishulzeh yu nitzolim. Vehizir osam gamkein. That and also, uh, Moshe warned them. Vatem lotitzo ish mi pesah basil. Make sure to not leave that the opening of your house. Meaning, stay indoors. So why does it say me Pesach? Why not just me Beso? Um, is that what you were saying, or you were saying something different? I I don't think he's dealing with it right now with that. Okay. But if you if you would want to ask, then of course we understand because the point is that if the Pesach Beso is protecting you, okay. I mean it's the, that's where the blood is, right? Okay. So the stress on the Pesach is because that's the. Okay. That's the shield. Don't go beyond the shield, right? Okay. Um, but uh, but he, his point is that to, just to show us that this parsha that we're in right now, these psukim that we're reading right now, yeah, are psukim of extra warning in relation to Magefa, and not the actual, not not the mitzvah of what to do on that night or on that day. Ulfikah Amar Khan Loshan Ze Moshu Ukehulchem Um draw forth and take for yourselves Kloimar Kolahadikah Bain me Sheeshlo Mishalo Ubeimi Sheinlo Tak Likah Oso Bedamim Yukarum Od means like we know always uh Ulakachtem lachem, right? Is who learned sukkah over here? No. Kachtem lachem is. You want to say it's the next words in the pasuk? What are you asking? No, just the word. The word lachem means that you have to own. You have to own your own. Oh. Right? It has to be yours. You can't just have like a shliach tibur. Be motzi everybody. Yeah. So the lechem over here, he's saying, means take for yourself. Everyone has to have one, has to own one, right? Uh, so that's coming to tell you that even if you don't have one, go and buy it. Don't you say, okay, again, okay, do I don't have it. I'm a poor person. I, you know, I would have to spend more than um, a homish, a fifth of my entire, um, you know, Wealth on on this, so then I don't have to do it. No, here it's a matter of life and death. You have to, you have to make sure to do it, no matter what. Vilustam damim pshita v'chios hoshein lo tzon enochayev b'mitzvah b'mitzvahs. So he's saying uh, regular money. There would not be need to stress because for any mitzvah. 
right? Uh, you need to spend some money. Yeah, that's not that's, that's not an oldest Rahman. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't have a lulav, so I can't fulfill it. So go buy go buy one, right? But we're saying, what if it's even if it would be so expensive that uh, you know you have to pay, you, know, you have to give half your wealth. Right? So then, for regular you would be exempt. Here we're being told, nonetheless, go ahead and get it. Ella bevadai afal gav the bishar mitzvahs. Ein ha'adam chayev laseis kol asher lo b'shul mitzvah achas. You have to give up all of your wealth for it. K'mosh yochihu meha de amar b'soka, like Chazal proved from the following Gemara in Soka. The Gemara there says Shayu Rabbanim liol v'zikenim boim b'sfina b'chaga sokas. You bought it for a thousand zoos, which is a crazy price. And obviously, if a person has to spend, no matter what, however much money they need to do a mitzvah, then there will be no chiddush. Elamai is telling us that usually a person would not do such a thing. Rabbi Gamliel was that much of a chassid that he was prepared to spend a thousand zoos, which is a fortune, on an asset. That's usually, but but here to save one's family, a person is obligated to give more. Since this is not just a mitzvah, but it's a salvation from death, like the Pasuk says, Because if not, then they don't want to be concerned about yeah, So, uh, <clears throat> it looks like there's a piece missing here, and uh, that, that is uh, uh, in the Feldheim publication, I think. Is it Feldheim or Tiferes? I don't know. Gives me. So, yeah, in the Tiferes publication, I think well, the blue and silver. Uh, so they add that, uh, like we said, that the, the, if the members of the UK so why are we doing the blood? the the so that arouses the the members of the of the blood of uh, of Yitzhak. Now, so so that addresses the word Hadam, the the blood, right? But I think that the morale uh, is taking uh, seemingly a, a different approach when he says Uba Parsha Zos. 
Lower Moshe Klal Ikra Pesach should see a little more. And he's already talking about, and you'll take the blood, and you'll take the carbon Pesach. All of those is because Moshe had already commanded them about regarding this um, previously. And it's just simply because he's already mentioned it and spoken about it before, so they already know. That's it. Right. Did we know that before this drasha? I think Hazal are darshaning. I mean, the drasha of Hazal is not, right, which means the moral himself is answering that also, right? But the Mechilta is not going that way. Okay. Yeah, so the Mechilta is, uh, is being a daik the idea, the morale is dealing with the idea of the blood and the idea of the Karam Pesach, right, together by saying that, that this Parsha here is not a new thought, but uh, or just a Chazara of what he told them already with an emphasis on Hatzal's Nafashas. and you shall not leave cave the Pesach base right the, the opening of your house but the, so the Midrash says Kevin Shanos and Rishos Lamashchis Shuv Eino Mavchin Beit Tzadik Russia. once there's a place right then it, then the then there's no distinction between Tzadik and the Russia. when things are normal some people are getting sick some people are not getting sick so Hashem uh, so then, then the person's schus will differentiate. But when there's a magefa, that means tremendous tokifadin, so then even tzadikim cannot, uh, cannot have protection from that. Kach isa babakama perikakones about babais Lake Lemechesh, shall ze amar velo yitin hamashchis lavo el beischem, shein lemashchis rishus lavo shem. So, Hashem has made a limitation that the magefa cannot enter a house that has blood on its on its doorway, the blood of Karm Pesach. Umashe amar shenisna rishus lemashchis afal gav. Shakodish Boruhu Baatsmo Hayamake Bimitzraim. So which one is it? Is is it a mashis or is it a shem? Sov Sov Nazarish Lahashis. Sorry, did I skip a line? 
Yeah, I don't know where you went. I didn't see so so far. Okay, um, okay, I'll do it again. Umasha Amar Shenasna Rushus Hayamake Bimitsraim. So so Nasan Rushus Lehash Misha Yirza. Kemisha who is borrowed by Atsmo Hayamake Bahem Ish Rushus Lehashis. Call me, me, Shumashkis. The Lashon implies that, like, the Megafa has its own personality. Yeah. Like, am I reading that right? Has yeah, it's like a, I mean, it's, a, it's the Malachim Ovis. Uh-huh. The Grim Reaper. Yeah. Aval. So the point is, so since Hashem was himself... Exactly, was such a powerful, strict justice, meet of Kura, right? Then the that being that that's the place where the negative forces um, are come from, are sourced in, right? Uh, being when when Hashem himself is being. Um, so strict, so kind of, uh, so to speak, the angel of death gets a uh, gets a, uh, a free pass because what you know, Hashem himself is, is killing people. Right? So, so how much more so? Yeah, you can't you can't tell me I can't you can't do it. So the dynamic is not that Hashem is removing his protection, laying the mouth above us. Do what he wants. Instead, it's Hashem is doing it himself. That's it. I mean, I'm going to do this. He also said, I gave her shoes to the Malach to do this, right? That's the contradiction. No, to do what? To do whatever he wants. Right. So, so this is the first that, that Right. Answer Hashem is killing the firstborn, the Malach is wreaking havoc. Killing women. But I thought all, only the firstborn died. Is more than that? Yeah. That's new. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember who says this, but someone says the chiluk that that almost seems like that takes I, away from I, the names. I think someone says the chiluk that um, Hashem killed the firstborn of the father. Malachim Avos killed the firstborn of the mother. Because it wasn't a single house that didn't have someone die. Like if there was no firstborn, didn't they like? Didn't be the else. eldest or whatever, right? The oldest male. I'm, I'm sorry. Where does it say that Hashem had the jurisdiction over the firstborn, the Malachim Avos, and everybody else? Well, it doesn't say explicitly. It just says it's just the morale saying here that. Um, even though we know that Hashem is the one that did the Makas Bukhoros, because that's before Hashem Absokim. Okay. <coughs> so then what is the Malachamah is doing here? Well, was it mentioned Nasna Rashus from Mashchis? Whom is, he, whom is right. he destroying? That's a steer, though. Because Hashem did all the killing, yeah. then why does he have to give Rashus to a Mashchis? So it's everybody else? So, yeah, so the moral is not specifying who, it sounds like just in general. He's got Rashus. Yeah. I, d- I didn't know anybody else died other than the first one. Okay. So here it is. Yep. Surprising anybody else? 
I was also surprised when I heard that the blood was on the inside of the door. I mean, I'm used to being surprised here. Oh, we're saying it could be these <laughs> non-real firstborns. The firstborn of the mother or yeah. the oldest of the household. No, but I always thought I had heard that, that there the was only a people who house. died was the firstborn. That, that, and I, I would have thought that if... Is that a possible? Yeah, no, no I mean, I think it may be a possible, but... Uh, I'll explain how can, how can I be it means because there will be houses that don't have any firstborn the answer is uh, yeah so then there will be somebody taking the stead of the firstborn right I thought Chazal said it was because the women had many firstborns with different husbands mm-hmm. but that's why there was there was a, that's why there was a, a even more seemingly more than just firstborns were dying that's because uh, you could have a, a wo- the woman's firstborn and the man's firstborn, so there's two firstborns. Right. Right. So, so that's what I'm oh, saying. Okay. So, so uh, that that the, those other things may already be done by the Malachimalas potentially. Okay. He's not stressing right now what exactly he was doing. I'm trying to remember who says this chiluk, okay. but it's even brought to halacha. There's a discussion in halacha by Tainus Bechoros, who fasts. Is it the firstborn of the father? Only, or is it also the firstborn of the mother? That for me would be the second marriage. One of them. Yeah. Right. Um. Afal, So usually at night, it is a, it, uh, nighttime is a time of negative forces being around it is a scary time but it is limited by Hashem's mercy Hashem kind of keeps them all in check right so um, unlike this night Hashem himself is, is taking out the sword right so the caven Shehu rotsa lahakos bahen mimela kolam ashchisin nimshachin acharav. So then they mimic. They say, "Look, you know, Hashem is doing it. We, this is our time right now." Rotsa lahashchis ulefikach lo yitzei ish vim toymar hamitzrim sheba lebatechem hamashchis lama lo meisu. Oh, so he's going to deal with. So who was the mashkis actually killing? Sharei. Sorry, what's the question? He's saying. Malchamalis went into their house. Why didn't everybody die? Yeah, or or okay. middle children or whatever. Okay. Seemingly, only the firstborn died. Sharei, Hakasav, Maz here, Davers Elaseis mean Hadam. Alamizuzus, Valamashkov, Lo Livhorim Lavad. He's saying, seemingly, the danger should be for not just for the firstborn, but for any members of the household. If it would only be a concern for the firstborn, then if there's a Jewish household that doesn't have a firstborn, so maybe they shouldn't have to put on the blood. Yet, and yet, the Torah stressing that they all must put. The blood on the Pesach. Lo ha'isa mitzvah zos meisukulam chasushal. Seemingly, that they would have all died in the magefa if you do, if they wouldn't have put the blood on. I Meaning, all the family members. 
Afasam Sheinam Bukhorim. In Kain Lama Lomesu Mitzrayim Kulam. So then why didn't the entirety of Egypt die? Black plague, bubonic plague, wipe them out. Right? The Maka was uniquely designated for the firstborn. That's why Shem decreed the Kaf. Lo Hayu Ashkisim Bechirim. Vayom Ashkisim Bezenim Shachim Acher Hashem Yisborach Lakos Bechorehim. So the Ashkisim were mimicking Hashem to the extent that Hashem is striking only the Bechoros. So too, the the Ashkisim were only striking the Bechoros. Vahabachor. What? What was the last words you just read? Nimshachar Hashem is Borach Lahakos Bechorehim. Vahabachor. Vahapashut Shnei Minim Heim. A Bechor and a non Bechor, those are like two different entities. It's like. Saying, yeah, there's a plague against the chickens, but the, the but the cows are not going to get sick. Like, yeah, that makes sense, right? It's two completely different types. So Hashem is currently killing the chickens. Okay, so then the mashkisim are going to go and kill the chickens. Then I kill the, then I touch the livestock, right? That's a totally different type of a thing. So the horse is getting double attacked. Like Hashem's killing them in the. Oh, so, so, we'll, so we'll see. That, that's that's what I was saying. The father's bechor versus the mother's bechor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember if the moral speaks it out or not, but that's that's a good question. Let's hold off on that. Uh, obvious, glaring, glaring uh, point that needs to be addressed. I ask a very stupid question. Okay. What's the media connected media of the killing of the firstborn after? Um, Hashem calls the Jewish people b'nei bechori. Oh, I always thought it was because they threw our children in the Nile. And then I had a cash when they threw all the kids in the Nile. That was just all boys. Even even the first even the firstborn, secondborn, thirdborn. Yeah. So it's not that actually. Throwing them into the Nile maybe it was me that connected me to that was the drowning in the sea, maybe. Yeah. Oh. Makes more sense. That's a good question actually. Okay. Maybe it is. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's... Right? But Yisrael, we are... Bani Bukhari Yisrael. Right? So, therefore, we will all be, to a certain extent, so meaning the Mashkisim are not... You know, they, they push the envelope a little bit, which is, I think, going to answer Ari's question as well. Right? They push the envelope. So Hashem is killing the Bukhoros. So they say, okay. So uh, uh, something that could be technically termed as a Bukhor, we can also kill. Which so is all Yidin. All Yidin. All the are, are, are have that status. El Hashem is Borach. We are Hashem's firstborn son, children. 
Ksev, like the Pasuk says, Bani Bechor Yisrael. Ve'ahayu nizokin af she'enam bechorim. Even if they're not firstborn, they will still be hurt. Dulogara mi gadol habayis. She'ahayu meisim kol shindikar gadol. Right, that uh, this is the Mikrish that you guys were mentioning earlier, that if there was an Egyptian household that did not have a genuine firstborn, so then the eldest male of the house would die, because he represents the Bukhor over there. Um, so, so too, the Jewish people who have a status of Bukhor are not any worse means, we're not any less... <coughs> Uh, defined as a firstborn than is the oldest male of the household. V'Yisrael b'chorim u'gdolim We are the firstborn, we are the like the God of means we're the leaders, I guess, we're the most harsh ones in the world. Mikol Mokum, Lot Siva, Lekadesh, Rakabachorim. Now, so wait, then we should all be just like a Bachor needs a pity in a ben. So we should all have to do a pity in a ben. Because we're all in danger, right? Why, why, why do we do a pity in a ben? Sorry. Right, right. Firstborn should have died. Hashem saved them, so they belong to him. But now we're saying all of us should have died. Oh, so so maybe we should maybe we should have to do a pity in the ban on on all of our children. So he says, we call Malcolm. Nonetheless, Hashem did not command to sanctify all the children; rather, just the bechorim, just the firstborn. Kibahem. Haisa Hamaka Bavadai Kibosha Haisa Bhutraim. They were the prime targets. They were the ones that were, you know, totally, you know, actually. The other ones are like already pushing the envelope, saying, you know, let's get good. them too. Yeah. Vodolo Adif Mibhor Shel Av Shakomodim. He's not really proving it. He's just he's saying we, we even see even greater than that. I mean, not only do we not uh, the only one that needs a pity in the bed is the Bechor of the Aim, the what's called the Petarachim, the one that okay. opened the womb. Um, the Bechor of the Father does not need okay. pity in the bed. So. Um, so you see that 
I mean, it's just, just uh, so of course, then regular people are not going to, regular children are not going to need uh, a pigeon. It's not really a proof because you can just ask, okay, well, why do they need? Uh, but, uh, but he's showing that, uh, that the, the only one that needs the the segul, uh, the 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 the, 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 the only one that was uh, sanctified, was the prime target of the of the maka, and not uh, and not the expanded uh, um, targets. Okay, so we do need to come back to um, Ari's question. Which was? Oh. S- um, I mean, we were answering that they're expanding the definition of Bechor. So that, so that, so that's what I wrote down here that the father, that Shem did the primary maka, and the expanded targets the firstborn of the father and the and the um, eldest in the household, etc. That was done by the mashchisim. But uh, That, that's uh, uh, we'll, we'll see when we get to page Kufman we'll get a few pages later we're going to talk about it again hopefully we'll get some clarity over there that's going to be in the next parak parak Lamad Ches towards the end of the parak alright did you order yeah he said it takes a couple days okay I'll follow up this week it's been a